Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. This is Kip Harridge with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. And uh, better day than Friday, that's for sure. We, uh, we captured right at about uh, half of our losses from Friday. Dow Jones finished up 269 points at 25,898, just uh, up over 1%. Uh, same thing with S&P 500, up 1%. Russell 2000, up just over 1%. Our leader on the day, the NASDAQ, up 1.3%. Uh, big 101 points, closing at 78.53. So good recovery day today. Solid day all around. Our internals were uh, were good. Not great, but good. Advanced decline uh, right at just, just less than 2 to 1 positive. Uh, volume right at 2 to 1 positive. Our negative on the day was new 52-week highs to lows, which came in right at 3 to 1 negative. So the last week of August, like Friday, light volume day, a lot of folks wrapping up vacation. Everything kicks off again next week. Expect to see volume, probably less volatility. The movement will be to the upside in advance of what's going to happen with uh, the craziness of the uh, September uh, central bank meetings, both the ECB and, of course, our Federal Reserve. Going to see... a lot of money printing going on, folks. A lot of money printing, a lot of rate cuts, and uh, which is going to lead, in our view, to a to a, to a market that continues in this uptrend. We posted a uh, a few things to our clients today. We'll we'll discuss quickly with you here. Uh, first of all, take a look at the S and P five hundred chart. Obviously, can't show it to you here via an audio podcast, but we like what we see. Again, we've got a, a very well defined pattern of higher highs, higher lows. Even through the month of, uh, uh, even through the last month of trading, that pattern's held up. We would not be concerned unless we break the June lows, which are just right at the 200-day moving average. Of course, we're back above that well now, so uh, no concerns there. What we noticed and, and what we wrote to our clients today are some of our most important VRA macro points, the things that we look at uh, to give us some sanity. In a, in a time of a lot of un, uh, uh, really insane market action, like we saw Friday. Uh, when the markets can be driven that radically by a couple tweets, that's not what's really going on here, folks. That's the cover story. We like to really open the hood and, 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 and just reexamine what our system, what our investing system is telling us, what we're seeing both in the fundamentals and the technicals. So quickly, here they are. Number one. The U.S. economy is on fire. It just is. Leading economic indicators just hit another all-time high. This is not indicative of a recession. Just in case that needed to be said, there you have it. Maybe one of these days we can get folks from CNBC and Bloomberg to listen to a little common sense and maybe plug into our podcast here because we would first see uh, a warning sign of a recession in the leading economic indicators and just not seeing it. The average lag time going back to 1959 is around 11 months. You start to see a decay in the LEI, uh, and then you see a sharp move lower. That's the clear warning sign. Again, we're, we're, we're at all-time highs here. I'm seeing no signs of it at all. The turmoil, of course, is coming from really two things, China, trade, Reversal with China being the second largest uh, economy, that, that won't be the case much longer uh, if they keep this up. They, they look to be uh, very serious about repeating the same mistakes that Japan made in the 80s and 90s. For those that have forgotten, and we haven't, Japan went from being the, uh, a, a true 
threat to the U.S. as a global super economic power uh, to instead losing, let's see, what was it, a 19-year bear market in real estate. Real estate prices in Japan went down uh, for 19 straight years. Uh, and then uh, their Nikkei Dow also lost over 75% of the stock market, to 75% decline in the stock market because a lot of made a lot of bad mistakes. They, they bought their own they bought their own hype, and uh, they got our attention. Uh, they went from uh, uh, aggressively buying up everything they could in the U.S. Uh, parents went from teaching their kids Japanese. Business schools went from teaching Japanese management practices to uh, graduate students. Uh, to uh, complete reversal of that. And they're still digging out from it now. They have the debt to show for it. Uh, bottom line is we do not see any possibility that what the events in China can cause a recession in the U.S. China's on the retreat. They've just posted their worst economic readings in 29 years, while the U.S. is booming with the best employment data in 51 years. Uh, next. This is kind of a simplistic point, but it's held up since World War II. We think it'll continue to hold up. The U.S. leads and the world follows. A booming U.S. will ensure that we will not have a global recession. We don't think it's any more complicated than that. Uh, globalism, this is again a macro point. Globalism is being replaced by free market capitalism, populism, nationalism. Call it what you want to. It's going to take time for it to play out, but this is hugely bullish for the global economy. Uh, free market capitalism replacing the elitist Globalism, uh, again, with no global recession in sight, thanks to the U.S., uh, uh, it may take some time for this change to play out, but it's happening all over the world as a country after country elects their own version of Donald Trump. And finally, it's the Trump effect. Uh, Trump uh, is about one thing. He's about winning. He's about the United States winning, about America winning. He also knows that he, he must win next year to complete his mission. Uh, we believe he's targeting Dow Jones 35,000. That's been our view for some time by the election. And uh, he, tends to, he tends to succeed when he sets goals like this. So those are our macro points. We believe they'll continue to support the economy. We continue – by the way, we, we are – uh, our VR investing system is 70% fundamental, 30% technical. Fundamentals are always the most important. Technicals give us our entry and exit points. That's how we use them here. Uh, finally for today, sector watch. Again, great day here. 11 out of 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day, led by communications up 1.53% and tech up 1.4%. That's what you want to see. You want to see tech growth momentum lead the way. We saw that today in the NASDAQ and the Qs. We saw it in the uh, semiconductors. And by the way, we saw it in the small caps. Good to see them get engaged today as well. Again, small caps and tech lead, led the way today. Oil today closed down 38 cents a barrel at 53.79. Gold was up $1 an ounce at 15.38, just off of uh, six and a half year highs. Silver at 17.64, up 1.3% today. And finally, our uh, Bitcoin, uh, which again, not that we can explain exactly why, but it's been the single best risk-on, risk-off equity market uh, signal indicator for more than three years. Bitcoin today up uh, $200 of Bitcoin at 10300 Folks, as always, thank you for joining us again. My name is Kip Herridge. Please join us at uh, VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.